Welcome to the Women Empower podcast, where women entrepreneurs share their stories, struggles, and accomplishments. We are here to listen to women in all walks of life, from starting a business to running million-dollar companies, from personal to business, and everything in between. Let's get started. Here's your host, Brie Logue. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Brie Logue, and this is the Women Empower podcast. Today, we have Ashley Herrera. She is a five-time award-winning mortgage branch manager for the Best of Hayes. Her and her husband own a new construction company, Mighty Hope Properties. She holds a master's degree in psychology and is a part of the Entrepreneur Leadership Network. She is a mom of two boys and a TV host of The American Dream. Thank you so much for being with us here, Ashley. No, I'm excited. Thank you, Bree. Awesome. So tell us a little about about you. All right. So awesome. Um, so my bio gives a little bit brief of what I do. Um, my main thing is I focus a, focus on mortgage business. So I help families basically obtain the dream of home ownership. Uh, I really uh, provide something that most people need or want in their lifetime. Um, and the special thing about it is that I'm able to work with credit scores that most banks or lenders um, pretty much turn a blind side eye to it because they don't want to work those kinds of deals. Uh, I totally see a, a different way because I guess my background has a lot to do with it. Growing up with a lower income family, not having a home. I mean, of course we had a home, but not our own home um, until I grew older and purchased my own home. Um, and then having that ability and the product to be able to offer to them to have the opportunity is something that I re I'm really passionate about and being able to get them to the door. Um, the other thing, of course, me and my husband, it's a newer business. And I say newer, it's less than five years old um, to where we just took the, the plunge and stepped into um, first doing some rehabs. And then we started new, a new construction to where we had no idea what we were doing and just started. <laughs> so we found a way to be able to build new homes. And that's what our focus is for that company right now. Uh, and more recently, I just started as a TV host on The American Dream, and I'm really excited about that um, because it is something that I'm super afraid of because I am on screen. I'm having to figure out what to say, try to be as casual and normal as possible, and knowing that this is going to be broadcasted nationwide. So um, something exciting um, and very something very fearful that I'm just going after it. I love that. So you talked about a bunch of different things there. But so I, I agree. I think homeownership is so important. And I think a lot of people are afraid that they cannot get there. And I think you're definitely the person to help them if they, you know, yeah. or at least help them plan it out too. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it can be cheaper than renting sometimes too, depending on oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, if you think about it, renting, you're paying a 100% interest rate, if you think about it, because that rent is going to that landlord and it's never giving any type of equity or asset back to the client. Um, so having a home and owning it, you get both of those um, as well as, you know, maybe some pride and some happiness and, you know, the family in the home, it, it brings joy. It does. For sure. Yeah. I love it. So, and also tell us about that. How did the American dream being a TV host, how'd that come about? So it was crazy. Um, at the end of the year last year, I was thinking to myself, huh, I need to find a way to get on TV. I really need to find a way to put myself in a higher authority figure. 
what am I going to do? Let me try to figure things out. And then on Facebook, um, this uh, American dream popped up and then I ended up applying. I was like, well, I don't know if this is something I'm going to even be able to get, you know, but I tried it anyways. I got the interview, did the interview. They said I'd be a great fit and now I'm doing it. (laughs) So within the time that I had basically said, Hey, I want to get on TV. Um, I signed my contract in February. So it was really, really fast and exciting because it happened so quickly. That's really cool. Right. And you already have the first episode out now, right? Yeah. Um, so we, I, uh, filmed in March, I think it was March. Yeah. March. And then I just have the air show in April. And then I already have my second filming, which will be filming on the 10th. So they're, they're rolling. So now I'm feeling like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta hurry and get these next filmings done. So I can feel like I'm on track and not behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So pretty cool. Yeah. It's super cool. So tell us a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, um, as mentioned, I went the, um, usual path of getting into college because that was what I was taught. I was literally in that space with my family where, Hey, you need to make sure you get your high school degree and you need to make sure you get your college degree because nobody has. And that is something that they wanted for the family. Um, so I had worked for my college degree, my scholarship since I was in junior high. Um, So I obtained a scholarship in junior high and um, went through my bachelor's degree and uh, obtaining my master's degree in psychology while at the same time I was in banking. Um, So I kind of already had that like sales experience going on because I was a teller and I'd have to sell checkings and savings and credit cards through the drive uh, drive through which is pretty fun. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, I was going through my uh, master's degree and the last semester, I was like, yeah, this is not what I want to do. I mean, thinking about something like that now, it's like, wow, I spent a lot, a lot of time on this education and I'm not even going to do something that, you know, I spent this money on to pursue. And, um, What ended up happening is I always have goals to be able to get to the next level, whether that be in my career or my personal life. Well, at that time, it was my career. And I really wanted to be able to increase my income. And that um, the next step was going to um, a smaller bank that offered more income. And I became a loan processor. The loan processor is the person who basically gets everything together for an underwriter to be able to process a loan. So I got that extra behind the scenes knowledge and um, I knew my next step was, you know, I need to find a way to get into the actual real estate world because banking, it's it's somewhat um, the same, but it's not. It's not the entrepreneur part of it, basically. Um, and once that happened, I ended up becoming a loan officer assistant and that's kind of when it all started. Uh, when I was a loan officer assistant, I was, uh, since I had my processing uh, skills behind it, I ended up get, getting my processing license to broker out loans for loan officers. So then I became commissioned. So that's when I was starting to actually really take on the entrepreneur life. So, which was fun for me because I knew exactly what I needed to do. It was easy. It, it came easy. Um and then I saw that loan officers were making a whole lot more money than I would. 
And I was like, well, wait a minute. Um, I'm doing all the hard work as I thought at that time. And um, I really wanted, again, to get to that next level. And then um, with also the push of one of the loan officers that I had uh, processed for, I became a loan officer. And now I was really, really into it. Um, meaning 100% commission. I didn't rely on anybody else to be able to bring deals to me. Um, and that's when I learned that loan officer, uh, being a loan officer is a sales game. And I had no idea. And the reason why I had no idea was because my loan officers that I worked for, I just saw them get phone call after phone call and lead after lead and contract after contract. And I thought that was going to be me. And that did not happen. <laughs> It didn't happen for um, the first like uh, three months. And all I could do and all I um, figured out at that time was Facebook. And I was like, well, I know Facebook. I can go and there's a lot of people there. They all need my service. What can I do to be able to bring in business? And I just started educating, um, putting myself in that authority figure, letting people know what I do. And people started to come to me instead of me going to them. Um, which was awesome because I'm not the one who wants to chase after people, especially when it comes to agents in the real estate world. <laughs> agents are hard to track down. Yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, being able to get calls like, Hey, I saw you, I saw what you're doing. Do you, uh, maybe we can work together. I'll, I'll, I'll send you this application, see how we do. I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. And then, then it just take off, took off from there. And, and of course, my next step was to become a branch manager. And that's when I have my own branch. And then as a managerial position as well as still producing. So um, yeah, long story short, it started a long time ago and uh, learning sales along, along the way and just keep pushing forward. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your construction company that you own with your husband. How does that dynamic work? Yeah. So it's really great. And then, you know, the one question I get a lot is that you work with your husband, like, how do you do that? <laughs> and it's so funny. Cause you know, I find it funny cause it's not difficult. It's not difficult for us. And, and what I did learn and why our dynamic works is because, um, we're two totally separate um, people when it comes to what, uh, we're good at. So, He's really good at certain things and I'm really good at certain things. And what we do is just stay out of each other's way and we let each other do what we're good at. And, um, you know, I didn't really realize it until later when I was thinking about like, man, like, why do I get this question so much? And why is it so, you know, like, why is it a problem for other people not to be able to work together? And it is, it's very common that husband and wives cannot work together. And it's because they can't get out of their own damn way and, you know, figuring out um, their roles in the business and just taking action. So yeah, I enjoy it and I love it um, because I get to do what I like in the business. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a big point, right? You keep things yeah. separate, what you're good at. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. we took um, me and yeah, me and Kyle a little while to figure that out. Yeah, we originally yeah. started to work together. And then it's like, Oh, yeah, we're not gonna we're not we always always say like, we're not good together, um, working yeah. together. And then when we finally tried again, we're like, you know, we're like, Oh, we're gonna like plan out our roles. And we have the same vision. Mm -hmm. It definitely became a lot easier. 
Yeah. And that thing too, the vision, and then also deciding that we're doing this together. We're not doing this because it's my business and we're not doing it because it's your business. It's our business. Exactly. Ooh, I yeah. love that. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, no. I mean, like I mentioned, I was really scared to being in a nine to five job and having the retirement and and then that all changed. You know, it took me a while to realize that um, I'm not going to make the money that I want and I'm not going to re- remain stagnant because that's the type of family that I came from. And I'm going to start breaking barriers. I'm going to put all those, get those walls down and I'm going to provide a better life for myself, my husband, and my two, two boys as of right now. So, um, you know, and that, that lineage keeps going. Once my kids have their kids, I'll have grandkids that we want to be able to provide that legacy for. So it's not just me. It's not just my husband. It's for our future generation. Yes. I love that so much. Um, did your mom take it hard when you decided that you wanted to pursue a different path? No, um, my mom was actually also a driving um, person in that. Um, yes, she pushed me to get my college degree, but she was in the mortgage business before 2008, whenever they were making a ton of money then. Um, and she had, you know, told me like, hey, you could have this kind of lifestyle. You know, you can make this type of money. I know this is something that you're looking for. You are already in banking. You know what you're doing. So this can go hand in hand. So my mom really helped um, help me push uh, that way. So uh, how can I say it? She was supported. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so what do you say some of your biggest setbacks or struggles were? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> so, I mean... We can keep on the topic of um, husband and wife. Um, so my biggest struggle, whenever I was getting into the business of the mortgage business, obviously I was not making any money at the beginning. I was, I felt like I was failing, but I was really just starting out and learning. Um, and it took me a while to be able to get the income that we needed for me to be able to. Um, I guess, support my end, because I always feel like I need to be able to contribute as well. Um, which my husband was fine with being able to do his job, et cetera. Um, but then I started taking leaps and bounds with my income. So, you know, what that does to a man when they're like, hold on, um, my wife is making more money than I am. And I'm in uh, this job. I'm in this position. I'm working nine to five. And then in his case, he was driving two hours from and to daily. Um, So that created some uh, separation. We were not on the same page. His mindset was not on the same page with mine. And um, at the beginning, um, I should probably take it back that I didn't have the support from my husband being a loan officer because he didn't see that. I was going to make it. He thought I was going to fail. And, and that was hard. That was very difficult because I was going at it alone and I had to figure out a way to keep pushing. And I definitely did. Um, so I never went back. I never went back to 
say, oh, I'm just going to go to a bank because I get paid an hourly or a salary pay. That that was just not somebody who wanted to be anymore. And I was not ever going to do that. So I just had to keep pushing and show him. And that's what I did. Um, and then once I got to that um, higher tiered um, income, uh, again, that kind of stroked him a little, you know, to like, hey, well, I got to do something too. Um and then it really did take a toll on myself, him, our marriage, everything. And I had to get him on the same page. I had to explain to him why, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing and I want him to eventually come along with me. Um, so with that challenge, he finally got um, to a different mindset with the help of um, one of our network or our mastermind groups, Apex. Um, taking him to our first MDM that we had um, in a long time. And he finally got it. Like, he's like, whoa, like you're around all these awesome people and they get you and I get it. Like, I understand why you're spending all this time with this, this group. And it was like almost like a switch or a light bulb went off. And he, um, that's when we kind of started our uh, new construction business. Um, and now we're just doing amazing because we have more freedom. We have more time. We have, um, the ability to be able to be at our kids' practices, their games. We don't have to ask for time off because we have, um, that flexibility. And I love it so much more than whenever he was working a nine to five because it was difficult. So setbacks, struggles, a lot of that was a part of our lives. Um, but what kept me going was that I have to prove him wrong for one. And then of course, action, persistence, and then believing in myself, um, that I was going to be the greatest loan officer and he's gonna believe in me. I love that point that you just made too. It's like, oh, even if you don't have other people in your lives that are like people directly in your family that don't believe in you, you can always find, you know, believe in yourself. And like you said, Apex is another great place to, you know, have a good support system. Absolutely. And that's honestly part of the reason why I joined Apex was to be able to lean on other people who were also going through the same things that I was. I needed to be around people who understood the entrepreneur life because your regular everyday high school friend, they don't understand it. And then of course I didn't really have any left after um, high school and being able to find those people and to really, you know, communicate and then even grow with them um, to see they're getting them to the next level as well as myself. It's amazing. That's awesome. So entrepreneurship has many ups and downs. How do you handle the bad days? Bad days. um, (laughs) I try to have as uh, not as many as I would like, obviously. And, you know, things come at us like literally we just got a call today that somebody went and stole some of our supplies for one of the houses and it's the last house. I'm like, man. Um, but you know, it's like, oh, well, okay, well, let's just buy some more supplies. Let's get it done. We're going to close next week. That, you know, that's no problem. So I think the biggest thing here, like the bad days is really finding the solution to your problem. Um, 
I mean, you might even not even have a problem. You're just making it into a problem. Instead of looking at it that way, find something in it positive and looking for that solution to get up and move on. So that's how I deal with them. (laughs) Don't dwell at it, right? Just find that there's always a solution to every problem, right? Yeah, it's like, it is what it is. This is what we're going to have to deal with. Now, how can we move on and find a solution to get out of it? Yes, it took me a long time to learn that before. I'd definitely be like, oh, this is like the end of the world. And now it's like, oh, there's nothing that's out of my control. You know, all I can do is try to figure it out now and move forward. Exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean because I I had that too. I'm like, oh, okay. Like how, oh man, I just don't want to get out of bed today, you know, because I don't want to think about it. Let me close my eyes, (laughs) just go to sleep. But that doesn't help. You're still going to wake up to the problem. Exactly. You're just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It always works out for the best, right? Little things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. Sometimes you go through things and you think, um, you know, like where you are now and you go back and you're like, oh my gosh, that had to happen for this to happen. If I would have chose to do that, who knows what um, path I would be on, but I really like this one. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like oh, I'm on the right path now. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what tips do you have for women who want to start, who are ready to take the leap that are a little nervous? Yeah. So honestly, the best thing I can say is that you have to take the step just to do it. You have to make the decision that you're going to start your business or you're going to do whatever it is. I mean, it can not only be your business or it can also be within yourself and in your personal life. Um, You just have to decide and do it. Um, And then again, going back to believing in in yourself that when you start, you're going to finish and don't and don't start and then just and pedal back. Keep going. Look for the next step. And it only takes one step at a time to be able to start. And that's what I recommend. Love it. Just do it. Right. That's yes. how you know, just make I love it. Make the decision and then yes. take action. Yeah. And that really, I mean, that's really with anything, anything we do in life, you know, like even getting up and getting ready. I mean, you have to make the decision to get up out of bed. So there you go just decide, Hey, I'm getting up today and I'm going to start my business. Right. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you gotta get oh, through yeah. it. Oh <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If it's not uncomfortable, then it's probably not the right thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So what is your favorite book that you like to recommend? Awesome. So I have a lot of books that I like, but I wanted to talk about one that I'm actually reading right now. And it's one of our um, apex members. So, um, I like it because it's called Confessions of an Unhappy Housewife. And I like it so much because it really um, resonates with my um, past and what I had to deal with whenever I was um, having the struggles with my husband. Um, Whenever I was becoming an entrepreneur and he was like, not on the same page, you know, and then dealing with at that time, since he was in, um, working nine to five, I had to pick up the kids. I had to take care of them. I had to clean. I had to do it all and be the breadwinner. So if anything, I really, really recommend this book because I know there's a lot of women out there who are thinking, Oh, I'm, I just take care of the kids and, Oh, I'm just the housewife. No, you're not. You are so much more than that. You are, 
you're the core of getting that household together and keeping it together. Um, and then it, and then on top of that, being able to have the dreams and aspirations to um, make a business. I mean, that's for your family. That's for yourself as well. So um, read that book. It's amazing. I have it in my pile. So you're the second person that's recommended that book to oh, me. Yeah? So I'm reading it and I'm going to yes, have to get her on too. <laughs> get to it. And it's really, it's really great. It's an easy read. And then um, so much to relate to. And that's what I like. Cool. How can people connect with you? Um, so I have my website. Uh, it's ashleyherrera.phonesites.com. And I also am on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, a Team Herrera OG is what I usually use for my usernames. Um, but if you need to reach out to me, you can also call me or text me. And we'll put the details um, in later for you to get that phone number. Awesome. Yeah, I'll put it in the bio. Yeah. Whatever the thing is called, the description. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us, Ashley. I really appreciate you. Yeah, for sure, Brie. I appreciate you having me on. And I am so excited about your podcast because I really believe it's going to make some impact on women. And I know that every guest you're going to have on here is going to help you push that mission. So I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women in Power podcast. Please hit the subscribe and like button to see more episodes. New episodes air every Wednesday morning, so please join our Facebook group, Women in Power, for the latest updates and news about our podcast.